In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto sanctification. And this is the will of God, your sanctification. These words of St. Paul in the Epistle remind us that the Church of Christ is holy. And an essential part of holiness is to be set apart. To be set apart. Of course, this separateness can be misunderstood. One could mistakenly think it leads to what people today might call a ghetto mentality. But no, we are not talking about an isolationism nor about an unhealthy self-focus. No. Nevertheless, that abuse does not eliminate the use or the truth that holiness means being set apart. In his first letter, St. Peter proclaims, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own. So the church must be distinct. The church must be, to a degree, separate from the world. And that's what we see in today's gospel, the transfiguration. We see how and the why of the churches being set apart. Jesus took Peter, James, and John. He led them up to a high mountaintop apart by themselves. To form his people, the Lord always draws them away from the world. Abraham, Moses, Elias, each one were called up to a mountaintop apart by themselves. And their apartness on the mountain signaled a deeper and a spiritual distinction from the world. They were not like everyone else. They belonged to God. And so now on Mount Tabor, our Lord's apostles, and by extension, the entire church, are set apart. And of course, this separation hurts. Nobody wants to be the odd man out. Abraham, Moses, and Elias, they knew very well the temptation not to separate, but to conform and and to fit in. And we see the Israelites repeatedly resisted against their being different. The Israelites throughout history often wanted for themselves what the other nations had. And as a result, they were frequently dominated by their enemies. And because they wanted to fit in with everybody else, ultimately the Israelites were unfaithful to God and they lost their own homeland. That's why the the constant theme of the prophets was this. Be holy. Be set apart. Because the Lord your God is holy. And today, the temptation to assimilate to the broader culture is much in evidence. We Catholics seem to suffer an almost pathological desire to fit in. We see more concern with getting along than with proclaiming the truth. We strive to make our words more palatable than convincing. So, so many Catholics try to conform themselves to a culture that abhors our most fundamental beliefs. But the truth is that by a marvelous gift of grace, which we do not deserve, Christ has set us apart. 
We thus have to push against the temptation to adapt ourselves and our faith to the world. Like the apostles, we must allow ourselves to be led apart by ourselves, away from the unreality of the world. No matter what discomfort, pain, and persecution that may bring. And yet, our being set apart is not an end in itself. No. But we are set apart because we are destined for union with God. That's why Abraham, Moses, and Elias, and the apostles are led up to the mountain so that they can encounter God. On a mountaintop, God calls out to Abraham. He gives Moses the law. He comes to Elias and with the prophet called a still and a small voice. And for the apostles on Mount Tabor, our Lord was transfigured before them. His garments become dazzling white and radiant like sunlight on snow. Christ brings the apostles away from the world in order that they might be more closely united with him. So also we detach ourselves from the world and its allurements so that we can become more attached to God and his promises. Indeed, without this this purpose of separation, well, the detachment and the sacrifices involved make no sense and soon become an unreasonable burden. We sacrifice because we love. And if we try to fit into the world, well, then Lent ends up not making any sense. Our being set apart is ultimately for God and for his love. And thus Lent is a blessed time. This Lent we must grow in a spirit of prayer. We need to to flee from the noise and the news of the world in order to encounter the silence and the truth of God. Only then can we understand what the world is all about. Unless we make the difficult ascent up that mountaintop by turning off the world's distractions and temptations, our prayer will never take off. We can't play a double game. We can't please the world and God. Likewise, our participation in the liturgy should take us out of the world in order to be united to God. For us to benefit from the liturgy and the Holy Eucharist, When we walk in the church doors, we must tune out the world's noise and superficiality. We must pay close attention. And even if we cannot come to church during the week, we must make our mass missile our bedside book, reading the prayers and the proper readings every day this Lent. And then after mass and after prayerfully reading from our missile, we must then go out and we must radiate Christ to others by living lives of truth and charity. This is the final purpose of our being set apart. When the great men in Scripture come down from the mountaintop, well, they bring with them the fruit of their encounter with God. Abraham descends from Mount Moriah, and he's able to proclaim that God does not desire barbaric human sacrifice, but God will himself provide the Lamb, the Lamb with the capital L, who ultimately will be 
Christ himself, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, God made man. Moses, he descends from the mountaintop with the tablets of the law of the covenant. Elias comes down from the mountain and he returns to Israel renewed with zeal for that covenant. And the apostolic witness about the transfiguration, it's it's going to be a little bit delayed. Today, Jesus says to the apostles that they are not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. But still, the apostles brought to others what they had encountered and received on that mountaintop. They descend from Mount Tabor, able to bear witness to Christ as the Son of God. And Peter would later write in his second letter, he would write about the divine voice of the Father heard on the mountain of the transfiguration, the voice which resonated in his ears for the decades and decades to come. So separation from the world, prayerful union with God, and lives of truth and charity in word, but especially in action. These are the three elements of holiness that set the trajectory for Lent. Separation, union, living a life of truth and charity. So by our mortifications and acts of self-denial this Lent, we separate ourselves and we declare our independence from the world. And we do so in order to be with Christ, to become one with Him, especially in His passion and death. So like Jesus, let us bear our own crown of thorns each day by suffering with patience whatever is necessary in the duties of our state in life. And then after the crown of thorns, His grace will make us worthy to receive the crown of glory, that crown of glory which He has destined for those who take up their daily cross and who follow Him to the glory of the Easter resurrection. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.